Hello and welcome to D-Up Podcast. This is Louis Valletta and thank you for taking a seat at the table. We have a lot of NBA draft stuff because the NBA draft is tonight. But we're all talking about where Kawhi is going to go, where Kevin Durant is going to go, what's going to happen with the Nets, the Knicks. There is so much to get to in this session. But let's get this party started with Anthony Davis becoming a Los Angeles Laker. It actually happened. The Pelicans traded Anthony Davis to the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James to pair him up with LeBron James, something they said they weren't going to do. At one point, the the Pelicans came out and said, this is not going to happen. They were looking at other teams and looking at other possible scenarios, but in the end, The Lakers enticed them with way too much, basically giving up the whole team other than Kyle Kuzma. They were able to retain Kyle Kuzma. So we have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and now maybe another third player. Who will be the third stooge that comes in and joins LeBron and Anthony Davis? Or will they spread that $23 million that they have to spend over a bunch of three-point shooters or pieces that they feel that they need. In my opinion, I feel it would be three-point shooters to surround these guys with right now. Um, that That's one option. Another option is to uh, make trades, clear some space for another, say, almost $10 million, and you'll have enough to sign another max player, uh, max contract. So... Uh, a lot of things going on in Lakerland. Let's see what can happen uh, with that. We don't know what's going to happen with the NBA draft that's going to come tonight as well. But uh, speaking more on the Anthony Davis thing, I personally think it was a bad move. And all NBA experts say it was a good move. Well, you've leveraged the Lakers' success over the next 10 years for what seems to be a window of two or three years of LeBron playing well. Now, if LeBron gets hurt in his older age, you know, 35 and over, you know, this experiment is done. Um, If one of those two gets hurt, and we've seen these injuries happen, especially if you're going to be using LeBron and overusing LeBron, uh, in 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 a way of oh we're gonna put him at the point guard we're gonna run him ragged and he's gonna have to guard our opposing team's best player uh, that LeBron possibly can get hurt again especially at this age remember he has a lot of miles on him he's been he's been playing a long time since high school so um, it's one thing to to really watch out for is is where they're gonna play him what. What role will LeBron have? Uh, we know what Anthony Davis will be. He'll be the, uh, the center, the, fo- the forward. Um, uh, that won't change. And, and Anthony Davis will flourish on this team as the centerpiece. I, I can guarantee you that. Uh, yet, I'm not saying this experiment is going to go well. I think it has disaster written all over it. Let's remind you of the Carmelo Anthony trade with the New York Knicks. Everybody thought he was the Messiah. So let's trade, the, let's leverage the whole team and the future for Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony came to the Knicks. What happened? No championship. Um, again, we can blame it on poor management and pieces around him, whatever it may be. But Melo was not the answer, especially when you leverage the whole team. Now, if you were to keep some of those players, I'm pretty sure Melo would have gotten deeper into the playoffs. But you can't give away your your future assets for a guy that that is going to be basically playing two on five so there will be anthony davis and and lebron most likely versus the whole world i don't care how good lebron is 
I don't care how good Anthony Davis is, as proven in the Toronto Raptors, there needs to be a level of depth throughout the whole team, throughout the bench and the five starters, and there needs to be that, that chemistry, that, that hard work and grit, and um, the roster on the Lakers right now doesn't seem to have that, so winning isn't in... Uh, isn't up there for the Lakers. I would project that this team, if only fit with another two or three three-point shooters, will only go to seed five uh, in the Western Conference, and that's what I'm calling right now. Unless there's some major, there's some major changes. Let's start with KD, Kevin Durant. So many people speculating how the injury, that Achilles injury, is going to affect his either re-signing, uh, opting in with the Warriors, or uh, the original plan was to sign with the New York Knicks. That's been the collective, uh, the collective thoughts of all the NBA experts. Uh, it, it, was just, it was a done deal. Kevin Durant was going to the Knicks. Uh, that being said, Kyrie would have been his sidekick on the way over, and those two were, were definitely talking. Um, now that Kyrie is all but... Signed, sealed, and delivered for Brooklyn, and that seems to be the the thought of uh, all of the NBA experts and fans. Uh, now that Kyrie is in Brooklyn, how does that affect Kevin Durant's decision to either stay in Golden State or sign with the New York Knicks? Now, let's explore if he decides to sign with the New York Knicks in terms of legacy and in terms of basketball scenario, wins, losses, uh, projection over the next four years. In terms of legacy, if Kevin Durant is 100% committed to his legacy, he will sign with the New York Knicks. The reason why, the Knicks are the only franchise that can give him his legendary status. He wants to be known as a, somewhat, as a ball player that's better than LeBron James. The only way that he can do that is not by winning a championship on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, because let's face it, there'll be that Barry Bonds asterisk next to his name. No, he didn't use steroids. He used Clay Thompson and a, uh, 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 Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and a 73-win team to get his championship. He used a camel to to ride. He he rode a horse, a purebred horse. Now, uh, racing that that racing horse to the finish line and getting some rings won't count in the street cred uh, the section in the NBA, and that's why. Kevin Durant would have to have his own team. Kevin Durant would have to lead his own team to the promised land to be remembered as a guy that's better than LeBron. And believe me, LeBron is on the downturn and on the dark side of his career right now, and the fans only are going to remember the be the last best player. So KD has a chance to eclipse LeBron James, and the Knicks are his only vessel to do it. And there is no argument against that. Now, how this injury derails that is another story. Rumor is the Knicks do want to sign KD even though he won't play for one year. Now, if that's the case and they are dead set on signing KD and KD won't play next year, which he won't, um, I say you sign, well, it, it probably won't happen, but why not sign Clay Thompson, another injured person, with an ACL injury who won't play next year. Reason being is what can happen is those two will sit out for the year and the Knicks will jump right into the lottery, get another lottery pick, 
after this R.J. Barrett pick that will happen tonight. And all of a sudden, the Knicks have two bona fide champion superstars, both of them. And Kevin Knox, Alonzo Trier, uh, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Dennis Smith. I mean, we're talking huge pieces to put and pair with a KD and Clay. Now, whether it's a KD and Clay or KD and somebody else, that can work. I was 100% vehemently against signing KD with this Achilles injury only because history says that players don't come back full strength off of it. And I'm not willing to roll my dice on an 80% Kevin Durant. I'm just not. Kevin Durant's great, right? He's, he's great. He's not Michael Jordan great, but he's great. I don't want an 80% player. So... My answer on this is very hybrid and mixed as a biased Knicks fan. I want the Knicks to obviously to do well right away next year. Uh, so obviously I'm not going to want the Durant and I'm not going to want to wait another year. But if they are set on signing Durant, they better be sure he can come out of this injury and be a little bit more than 80%. And, and most of the guys like Dominique and those guys... Um, Although they came back and they were able to play, they were not themselves, okay? Well, Dominique is a high flyer sort of a guy. Kevin Durant's not that guy. Kevin Durant will probably come back as, as more of a Clay Thompson-esque player, a spot-up shooter. But um, whether or not that will propel the Knicks into championship dynasties, we don't know. So this injury really kind of hurt the Knicks and, um, uh, and really rippled its effect throughout the whole NBA. Now, jumping back into that parallel scenario of Kyrie. Kyrie is most likely going to the Nets. What I don't understand about Kyrie Irving and going to the Nets is, one, on the Nets part, what are you doing with D'Angelo Russell? This guy is young. He just showed up last year, and this guy is now an all-star. What are you doing with Kyrie Irving and D'Angelo Russell together? To me, that's just not GM that's not good GM management uh, uh, skills. So what do, we, what do you do with D'Angelo Russell if Kyrie's there? Do you trade him? What are you going to, you know, as, as long as they're going to trade him and get something that would complement Kyrie in return, then I, I see the rationale. Or if they have a trade picked out already and they're talking to teams, I understand. Um, on Kyrie's end, yes. Okay, he's going to a, uh, a better organization in terms of the way it's set up. They certainly don't have James Dolan owning, owning them, and they have uh, uh, a better track record, a better training staff. Now, I, if, I'm Kawhi, if I'm Kyrie Irving, right, um, I come to New York because New York is always going to be the center of things. Brooklyn will always be second fiddle, and you just see that in the fan attendance of the games. Brooklyn has a hard time getting fans of the game. They're, I think they're the last in attendance in the NBA. Um, Kyrie, to be a Nick, would then become the center of the basketball universe, right? And this is what makes me wonder about what Kyrie is looking for. Maybe he's maybe he's looking for his own team to lead his own team to to wins uh, uh, in 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 the second tier city. I would do it in New York Nick in the New York Knicks uniform. Me being a New York Knicks fan, I don't want Kyrie here. Reason why? He sets a bad attitude. He sets a bad culture. He's got a bad attitude. He has a chip on his shoulder, and not in the right way. It doesn't show on the court sometimes. Uh, it shows always outside of the court, and it also 
uh, trickles into the players. Um, the Boston Celtics did better without him than they did with him, and that says a lot. Uh, Kyrie Irving did win a championship with LeBron and that, that whole brand of basketball that they put together to beat the Warriors. Now, now, he has that on his resume, yet he also has a blemish on his resume of kind of messing up the chemistry of this Boston Celtic team. So I'm not willing to roll the dice on that. And the thing that tips the scales is that attitude he has. We don't need that in New York. What we do need in New York is Kawhi Leonard. Now, rumor has it, and all the experts point to the L.A. Clippers being the front runner. although the Raptors can land him back. Raptors have treated him very nicely, and he's very impressed with the Raptors. Yet the Clippers are seeming to be the front runner. And one thing that Kawhi wants is Kawhi wants his own team. He wants to be the leader of that team, which is well understood. He's an alpha male, alpha dog player, yet he is a consummate team player. He grew into that right before our very eyes. So Kawhi right now is in this place of limbo. Now, um, he's got to decide. But the Knicks are in the running as well. And not to make this whole show about the Knicks, but there are huge players in this NBA offseason. And, and, and unbiasedly, I'm going to say, again, because the Knicks are the center of the universe, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, there's only one, choose, one choice of team I pick. And that is the young, studded New York Knicks. And I come to the New York Knicks because, one, I'm the center of the basketball universe, right? Two, I'm tough as nails. I can handle any media scrutiny because he showed he can... He showed he can handle the the um, the, pre the media pressure uh, in terms of his injury, all the pressure coming back. He withstood that. He did the right thing. He nursed his injury. Um, he handled the media quite well, and it seemed the, the water just seems to roll off his shoulders. Nothing sticks, and that's the type of guy New York needs. A guy that comes out, doesn't talk, he comes out and shows that blue-collar mentality of playing the game the right way and winning the game. There is no frills with Kawhi. The ball goes in the basket or it doesn't. He stops the ball or he doesn't. There is no excuses, not even an injury excuse. You'll never hear from him. Kawhi is the consummate leader that an organization wants to have. Now, from the Knicks' point of view, if I'm the Knicks, I throw – if I'm James Dolan, I throw everything. I, I, I tell him we're going to name a, uh, a city street after him. I tell him we're giving you uh, under the table cash, briefcases full of cash uh, for you and your family and your uncle, whatever it may be. We're doing everything to get you here, okay? And we're going to pick any players that you want us to pick. I'm giving Kawhi the keys to the castle if I am the Knicks. Now, um, Going to other organizations, the Lakers probably can't land Kawhi because obviously Kawhi doesn't. I mean, he's made it clear through his uncle, whatever. He doesn't want to play with you know these these huge top tier stars. He wants to have his own sort of thing going on. Now, whether this championship changed that, we don't know. But uh, Kawhi seems to be a guy that doesn't change his mind so quickly. So uh, the Lakers wouldn't have a shot as much as the Clippers do. The Clippers organization is kind of built for Kawhi to be plugged into right now. Coaching is amazing. The players complement him perfectly, and he'd be the leader. Um, in terms of 
Other free agency things, obviously, you know, the Houston Rockets have made it very clear that everybody is on the trading block except for James Harden. Moving CP3's contract will definitely be hard. Uh, There's been certain tensions between CP3 and Harden, um, but CP3 came out the other day and denied it. Uh, said it was all um, uh, bull malarkey. So we don't know what's what's what, but we do know the Houston Rockets are looking to make major changes and look to to uh, contend the next year. Uh, that's what they've been doing in the last couple of years. So it would be interesting to see where Capella goes, where um, the the Tucker, the, the the you know the bulky brothers, whether they Tucker and uh, Gordon, where they go. Um, so. Let's let's the the draft is coming up tonight. We might even see some moves tonight. I would like to see uh, what players are shuffled, what trades are made. Uh, be very very interesting uh, time for me tonight to see uh, what kind of get a good idea of the direction that teams are going. In terms of the draft, Zion Williamson. The tank, the animal, the monster himself will go number one to the Pelicans. Number two, we'll most likely see Ja Morant be picked up by the Memphis Grizzlies. Pick three, the New York Knicks will select R.J. Barrett. I think that's a wonderful selection for the Knicks. They get very lucky with that. Blessing in disguise. Now, uh, four will belong to the Pelicans, of course, via the Lakers. So the Pelicans will have that number four slot. All looks to see that they will get Darius Garland from Vanderbilt. He's a 6'2 guard. At five, the Cavs select at five, and they are going to be looking to pick up DeAndre Hunter as of right now. He's a 6'7 Virginia guy. Uh, Phoenix, in a mock draft, is supposedly going to take Jarrett Culver uh, from Texas Tech. And we'll do one more pick. We'll, we'll say the Chicago Bulls will take Kobe White from North Carolina. He's six foot five. But here are some rumors for you. I know you guys like Rumorville. Um, the Mavericks are interested in trading for Suns forward T.J. Warren. They can also trade for forward Josh Jackson. Uh, the Spurs are linked to Georgian center Goga Bitadazi, and the San Antonio has the number 19 and the number 29 picks on Thursday night. The Wizards have no intention on trading Bradley Beal ahead of this draft day. One crazy thing that can happen is the Warriors could engineer a sign and trade with Kevin Durant as he seeks a five-year contract with a new team, according to Brian Windhorst from ESPN. The Minnesota Timberwolves are aggressively trying to move into the four spot, which is the Pelican spot, and so on and so on. We have tons of moves happening in the NBA right now, some lower-tier tier moves, but we're going to see a ton tonight as teams jostle into position, try to... Uh, make their rosters as, as best as they can make them. Um, also, they're trying to clear cap space and um, uh, making the right fit for, of course, the Tier 1 superstars. Now, uh, one other thing I didn't mention is that the Brooklyn Nets 
will stop pursuing Kyrie Irving if Kevin Durant is not going to join him. I think it's either two of them or nothing for Brooklyn, so I hadn't mentioned that earlier in the podcast. Anyways, if you have anything to talk about with me, please tell me if I'm doing bad, good, whatever it may be. My Facebook is Lewis Edward Balletta. My Instagram is Lewis Edward Balletta, of course, with a space in between all of those words, all of those names, and uh, direct message me, tell me what you think, follow me, and uh, of course, always leave a review on my Apple podcast, D-Up. Thank you for taking a seat at my table, and I love giving you the news all the time, so I'm going to be back here next week with to cover everything that went down and to tell you about a lot more that you might not know. Have a good day.
Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and Wagering Week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.